0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time again. We're doing a personal discography blast, organized by me. And with me, as always, are David, Ben, and Gabe. How are you doing tonight, gentlemen?
1: Man, I am doing fantastic. Just ate some incredibly delicious Vietnamese food, and I'm ready to rock this shit.
2: Enjoying this winter weather, playing in the snowdrifts, and, uh, yeah, ready to talk about some so-called metal.
3: So-called metal. I did not get good Vietnamese food, and it was very freaking cold here. But I did eat most of it, a whole pig, so I feel okay.
0: Almost a good trade off.
3: Yeah, it's all right. Sw- swine man. So why, why, why Baroness? What? Why did you want to hurt Ben like this?
0: I didn't want to hurt Ben like this. I almost like thought Ben might like these guys because he had said previously that he sure. had heard and liked some Baroness. So I was like, maybe he will enjoy these. Maybe I picked the wrong albums of Baroness. That might be part of it. No, no, you
1: didn't. Out. Apparently, I just didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, or I thought they were somebody else. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
3: both
1: are equally so, possible.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so you can tell it's going to go great, Tracy. Um, yes. So Baroness,
0: I, I found these guys roughly the same time I found Mastodon. Not surprised me. I took a bigger. I'm towards Mastodon as I like listening about someone kind of gravitated more to. But these guys have also kind of been just the underside of just like constantly there in rotation to some extent and just listening to them and coming back. I don't think their sound is as broad as Mastodon's, but I think what they do, they do very well. And you can definitely tell that while the lineup has been very fairly um not quite a rotating door like it has been some bands, the only have one close. guy. You have one main kind of guy running the helm here, and it's very kind of he kind of keeps it all within like you can tell he's kind of like the main thought process behind it. Was this anybody's first time with these guys? Me. Okay.
3: But ben, so But ben, ben maybe, but he can't remember. As, <laughs> as stated. He
1: might have been ben, ben misremembered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I mean... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is entirely possible that I've heard a song of theirs over the years, um, yeah. but I don't remember it. Um, I did listen not only to I didn't listen to the one that came out last year, in 2023, but I did go back and listen to Red, which I normally don't do. But I did this time because I was like, why the fuck are these (laughs) winning (laughs) album of the year and actual metal stuff? And the only thing I can answer is Big Paola. Um, So, you know, is what Big Paola? Yes, that's what he said. In the matter of yeah, Mot- yeah, the, the of motion. is staying from, from the air of motel, as David said, where record <laughs> companies pay DJs to play certain records and then select them and say how great they were to drive sales.
0: Um, oh, Indeed. gotcha. I'm, I'm going to take it that your problem with this is the
1: metal tag on it. Well, I don't really think it is metal, but whatever. We've done less metal stuff than this, I guess. Um,
0: <laughs> I will so say. For- like, I... Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, I will say for us who spend 90% of our time in some kind of death metal, for some of us, that like this obviously doesn't quite hit the metal thing, but I think for the average listener, this falls in the metal category.
3: Who did you mean, me or
0: Gabe? <laughs> I mean, we all when we listen to metal, typically listen to something that's heavier than this 90% of the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: I mean, I'm not gonna say too much more about this, but I will say at the top, like the the main issue is that they try to smuggle in metal through progressive, and progressive isn't automatically metal just because it has progressive in front of it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right. like these guys are like, you know, they play in different genre uh, sandboxes, but I wouldn't go so far to say as they actually play in the metal box too much. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but in any event you can also look at genres as a way to sell your music. And I'm not going to say that this wouldn't be appealing to people who like metal, but I wouldn't say it's a dead giveaway. Right?
3: Say, but I wouldn't be one of those people.
2: No, I'm <laughs> just I'm, so, so like I, um, some of this was pretty appealing to me. Um, but I'm just saying that like, you know, average person who listens to metal on the regular may not necessarily gravitate towards this. And there's nothing wrong with that.
1: I feel like I agree with that. that. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And the thing that this kept reminding me of more than anything, like I see the comparisons they get to Mastodon. I think that's more of a regional thing. And the fact that they kind of broke around the same time and they're nearly as pretentious. Um, But it is more like they sound like, they would be one hell of a Soundgarden cover band, except for the guy c- can't sing anywhere near. The level. But
3: it, it's a problem. But like yes.
1: the, the song structures and like some of the the guitar phrasing and like reminded me of Kim Thayil quite a bit. And like, not to not to get too ahead of this, they they do layer a lot of instrumentals on these albums. So I actually find myself enjoying most of the instrumentals. And I think that some of this is some cool guitar noodling that this guy is doing. It's just, it doesn't really go anywhere, which is often a complaint I have with Prague. I like this
3: band. I'm sure everybody said all that shit. I was like, oh man, because uh, I think Genius was like, you like Clutch. And, and then this got handed to me. So I had a bunch of fairness. a huge playlist of things that sound like clutch like orange goblin was there and tie on fire or whatever so i only have consumed them in pieces if that makes sense because it would just be on random Mm -hmm. so this is the first time i plowed through a bunch of their albums and i don't know is this sludge everyone says it is i was like really i don't don't, know
1: no no it's not
3: The tempo's like not totally not right. I must I don't know, it was weird. That's that's how it's labeled everywhere.
1: Yeah, it is. And yeah, yeah. I, the other stuff that is labeled, I can completely see sledge. I didn't get it all. Yeah, me either. No, it's clearly like prog rock,
3: sixties prog rock meets. I agree with you, the sort of sound garden thing is happening here. George is happening. <laughs> so but I like this and don't really care what it's labeled so
0: yeah um, like i could see like as i was listening to this again i was like yeah i don't think it's a very far leap if clutch fan to find
3: a point to enjoy on this it's, it's not as a person who jumped from clutch to this yes correct it is not clutch as we it's could not. as we may or may not discuss but uh <laughs> and it has its foibles. yeah they have their weak points but some of the stuff is pretty banging and i don't i don't i mean i made you all review poppy what am i going to say <laughs> you hate church, church, churches i just mean in terms of like i don't i feel like i'm not allowed to drop the metal gauntlet like ben can in the street
1: and then shoot a man yeah So no, i guess you know unless we have more to say just about the band itself we should drop jump into the well uh, did, did you ever actually say why you chose this
0: so why I chose Baroness? Yeah, he said part of it is he hoped you would like it. <laughs>
1: so
0: oh, so something nice. that Ben would like. Um, as, <laughs> so as for like, I was like, I thought maybe Ben might enjoy this, and it's also like kind of looking at with the fans. I'm like, I would do yeah. why I said this is kind of one. It's like I haven't done this one yet. The reason I chose these four albums because you have two albums before a Car wreck, mm-hmm. uh, Bus wreck that has niche that has entire turnover of the band, but the main singer songwriter and then two albums after that so that's why i've chose the two out the four albums that i have
2: like a natural scissura, yeah. if you will <laughs> indeed a de-
0: point. I, I, I just like <laughs> 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 yeah a bus recommend point a, a demarcation line of
3: <laughs> but carnage yeah, so yes, Ben, it's even sadder than usual. This was no, dedicated no, no, in no. your honor, and then you shot it down on the street. <laughs> so, it was
1: I did this for you. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. <Bob. laughs>
3: exactly. <clears throat> <laughs> maybe you
0: <clears throat> like it, because he said, I like, I like Okay, well, well maybe. Um, amazing.
1: I mean, I don't, a cartoon character, I sure do, and Red and pizzas.
3: Um, <laughs> That's probably what you were thinking of. <laughs> The the Red Baron from World War Red One. Baron
1: you know? <laughs> Red Baron S. Red Baron S. His
3: wife. <laughs>
1: actually, I'd probably heard one of their songs because they're when we get into to this, sure. there are some tracks that I like, and maybe I heard of one. Course. Of course, cool. This man is, is but man, it did not live up to the hype. Anyway, what was the first record that you chose, Tracy? I chose
0: the Blue Record.
1: Um, the Blue Record, which is their second full length, released on October 13th of 2009 on Relapse Records. Had a runtime of 44 minutes and 25 seconds, unless you listen to the second disc that is included on Some Things, which is live at Roadrun Festival 2009, which I did not do. Come um, on. The lineup for this band is Peter Adams on guitars and vocals, Alan Blickle on drums, Summer Welch on bass, and John Baisley on vocals, piano, guitar, and lyric writer, and also the artist for the album art.
0: I think this is a pretty good starting point for to get into these guys because I think it's, while they quite haven't like solidified what they're going to sound like, I think this is probably heavier than probably every other album coming into this, but it's also not as heavy as Red Album, if I remember correctly. It's been a little bit suffering since the Red Album, but this is a pretty good little coming in point for it, I think, for the band kind of see what they're doing and kind of like what they aim to do.
1: Well, that was a very interesting statement. Because you said that it was heavier than everything, every album coming into this one, except for maybe Red, which is the only album that came out before this one because everything else was a a single, I think, or maybe an EP. Mm -hmm. Having listened to the Red album in the same cycle as I listened to this one, I do think Red is slightly heavier than this. And that's about the variant that you're going to get with these guys. It's slightly when it comes to heavier.
2: I think it's a good entry point because you get an idea of what their like melodic sensibility is. And I think this is also a nice place to start because of the guitar tone. I really just dig the guitar tone on this album. And uh, the guitar heroics on this record remind me of this band called the fucking champs. I don't know if anybody's heard them before, but they they mainly write instrumentals, which is interesting, but they're like a totally different sort of band. Um, And the opposite, I would say the opposite of pretentious. They're more like kind of making fun of like their own guitar heroics and their own guitar tone. But um, anyway, you know, I kind of like this album more like as I listen to it more times. And I think the second half for me does it. But I would say it's a bit on the sleepy side. Not the sleepiest of the records. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but it is um kind of takes a little bit to get going.
0: It's interesting you say that they deal with instrumentals in that, like um in the band you're talking about. Because this is this album and the one they released this year are two that are written in very different writing processes compared to the rest. It's because apparently for this album in Stone, which when we were initially going to do this, I was going to, we were going to do Stone at the end of the year, but plans changed. Um, they had laid out every single bit of the instrumentation for this album, and it was set in stone, unintended. And then they were going to, they came in after the fact and added lyrics to fit the music. So this is like an instrumental for the longest time until they came in behind it and added the vocals and stuff.
2: That just kind of a makes sense. Songs.
3: Yeah. That kind of makes sense. Yeah as an unconventional choice. But you said the albums between that aren't that way?
0: Correct. Like the rest were written in kind of like the lyrics were written at the same time that the instrumentation was. Sure.
3: Why did they say they returned to that?
0: I, I think this, I don't think it was so much as a return. except the, since Stone was written primarily during the COVID years, there's a lot of zoom meetings and stuff. And then he mm-hmm. has said in interviews that for Stone specifically, like they tried to do lyrics and never could figure out. And it took them getting like on tour for him kind of getting a mindset of writing lyrics again, that matched what he wanted to do for the album. And so that's why Stone ended up being that way. Is because they got all the music in, but it's just like, just never could find the lyrics that suited what they are looking sure.
1: for. Well, I will say that like lyrically, the dude is a throwback in the lyrics that he writes, because it really reminds me of some of the, like the Sirith Ungol or Hawkwind mm. or just shit like that, that we've reviewed and that the, or, um, though not nowhere near as good oh crap what was what was that british band that we did very recently greenland something like that greenlung greenlung yes thank you so in that vibe and that he's like trying to be literary and mysterious and thought provoking and perhaps just a whether he actually is or not like relying on some pagan imagery I mean, he do, he's doing the album covers. Come on, man, dude. Yeah, those
3: album covers are like totally in that but vibe too. That's him, literally. Mm-hmm. When 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 Tracy says he's driving the operation, that
1: is true yeah. on a number of levels. Oh yeah, in the manner of Mooka. yeah, I mean, I agree with um, Gabe that this has the guitar tone on this album is pretty cool. Um, the band is tight. I mean, they can obviously play. It's just a little lethargy it's less lethargic than some of what comes later well that is also true but (laughs) but i Um, mean that's that's a matter of (laughs) degree
3: yeah and i know you love a good album that takes an hour and a half to listen to or whatever so i know (laughs) we're in for a treat it's yellow
1: and green i think Um, the
2: economy the economy is fairly good on this on this one
1: agreed yeah, I, I don't have any complaints about the pacing on this album, really, other than it is a little lethargic, but I mean, like, sequencing-wise, I think it's well put together. Tracy, your thoughts? Yeah.
0: This, My thoughts, um, i rather... I mean, I'm a fan of all these albums that we picked, obviously, because I picked them. Uh, this was probably the second one I found. I'm going to say third that I found, because Yellow and Green was the albums I get in on the ride with, and...
3: That explains
0: it. It's interesting that they were we really, like, it's, it's technically a double album, but whenever I found them, they were very much not a double album in the sense. Like, Green had to decide its own album artwork and Yellow had its own album artwork. And so for the longest time, they were different albums in my head, Yellow and Green was. And so, like, it's very weird to see them, like, combined. But this is the album I came back to on, obviously, because it's the next album available. And I rather enjoy this one now. I do think, like, some of the more modic stuff, and they sh- is some of this stuff's missing some melody, and some of the modic stuff that the yellow and green I think has. But I think that this one is just kind of like a step below
3: that. I like this a little better than yellow and green, it's a little bit more up tempo, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I do like the guitar tone. and There's some songs in here, they're kind of bangers. I don't know. I, like, um, yeah, I thought this was better than I don't think it was better than what came out to that, but I think it was better than. Yellow and green. Certainly for me, man. Well, we are not talking about yellow and green. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a little long, man. <laughs> yeah. I know, and you're right, it's two albums, but yeah,
0: you'd be happy that the average length of the albums was not an hour. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Tracy Blast it's under five hours? Yes. That's that's it's. <laughs> that's fair. Um, are we ready to talk about tracks or yeah. Okay. All of them. Like, I mean, I enjoyed this and I feel like they're kind of if you like one, you like them all almost. Like there's a very well, that
1: is emphatically not true, but
0: like that's how I feel.
1: That's <laughs> how Tracy feels. <laughs> that's uh, okay, that's fair. I cannot tell Tracy how he could feel about this, but I will say as someone who <laughs> does like a couple of these songs, but definitely does not like all of them, that I disagree with that. I like that Sleeps the Eye and Swollen and Halo. And then I thought that um the opening and closing instrumental Bull's Head Psalm and Bull's Head Lament were decent too. I think Sweet's Curse is pretty good.
3: I really like a horse called Golgotha. That sounds cool. Yeah. But I, I agree. Tight. Yeah, that's a, that song is badass as shit. Every time it was kind of playing in the background, then when that would come on, I would punch back in. Mm-hmm. I agree the front part of the record maybe is a little better than the back part, but in terms of being a little sleepy, but it's, I don't know, this record's fun.
2: Yeah, I think the second half of the record is actually better. I would also shout out the gnashing and um, or Helen Hyde. Jake Leg is okay, but I really feel like it's a little bit of a sleeper. At the first half,
1: all right, which brings us to their third album or third and fourth albums, and as Tracy first conceptualized them when he dreamed this band into existence, Yellow and Green. <laughs> Which was released on July 17, 2012, <laughs> also on Relapse Records. I yeah, I don't have the combined runtime. Hold on a second, let me look that up because it's exactly. It it's is one hour months. and fifteen minutes,
0: seventy-four Here. minutes and fifty-nine seconds.
1: Yes, thank you, gentlemen, for the assist. Uh, Alan Blickle on drums, percussion, and keyboards. Peter Albums on guitars and vocals. John Blaisley on vocals, guitars, bass, keyboards, and lyrics, um, and produced by John Collington.
0: So, yeah, um, this is the album I got on the ride with. i rather enjoy it the most of all of them that we've done and all that they released. Granite Stone was pretty fucking baller this year as well. Um, The first song I found by these guys was March to the Sea. And that was just kind of like stuck in my head and kind of needed it there. And then I came across Yulon. I was like, okay, this is fucking baller. Well, it's a very, not (laughs) a very fast tempo song. But that's just kind of where I got on the ride at. And I just stuck with them ever since.
1: Well, Tracy, I'm going to have to agree with you on that, actually. Um, Like if Yellow had been an album by itself, I would have really liked it. But Green really kind of drug it down. And, I, and it's actually this album, I think, that really kind of drove the whole um, Soundgarden thing home to me, just listening to like to some of the guitar stuff on here. The guitar tone is still as good. It might not quite be as good as on Blue, but um, I did like it. I just don't know that this n- needed... A second movement, which I guess is what Green is. We're not going to consider it as its own separate album. I just don't I it it did it literally subtracted my joy from from the listening experience, having to listen to that half. Whoops. You love like a good double album, I know that.
3: And just love them. That yeah, whole blast of do. double albums. Why? <laughs>
1: Well, that's just so I can make Tracy have to listen to Use Your Illusions 1 and 2. <laughs> exactly.
3: Amazing.
0: I'm going to find a dream theater it's like four hours long.
3: Mm. Do what you have to. I'm fully capable of pretending I listen to dream theater and tell you it's only okay. <laughs> I'll just let Ben do the heavy lifting of shooting it down on the street. Oh no, what happened? Anyway, um this is and this is two albums let's say it's an album and it's okay uh the guitar tone like you said is maybe not quite as crunchy but it is a little bit subdued (laughs) at times i don't know i uh part of the issue is i like purple a fair amount more uh and unlike like tracy i got on the ride at all of their songs at once happening randomly so i just didn't really have a sense of what had happened when um but there's some okay songs in here i didn't mind green it actually picks up the tempo a little bit but in general i don't know Again, I might have felt differently if this would have been shorter. But again, it's a double album, It's what it is.
2: Yeah, there are a couple of songs, I think, on each one of these that I think are worth putting on an album. And it just strikes me as very vanilla, like compared to the last record and what comes way later, quote-unquote, way later with Purple. It also struck me as very emo, like compared to the other stuff. Um, maybe comes back a little bit with... Um, or actually, it comes back a whole lot with Golden Gray, but it's like super, super emo and not really there for for that in 2011. But that's all right. I think I think that there are, there are some examples of good songwriting here, but I think the it's just entirely too long.
0: Yeah. And that, I'll agree. That's kind of like the, the one sad thing about it is this with it being essentially two albums for their normal album length that it kind of does feel like it does drag at times. And it does feel like Green is much more the sadder, more emo, as you put it, section of the album. <laughs> and Yellow is a little bit more upbeat part of it. I don't know why they the track breakdown like it was, like it was, instead of just like mixing them in and out through, but...
1: For well, that reason. Yeah. Who knows? I suspect it has something to do with wearing a crown of candles, but I'm not entirely sure, and, and killing a swan with your blade.
2: Yeah. <laughs> where is this My Dying Bride over here
1: (laughs) maybe without the uh, the vocal quality of the My Dying Bride singer yeah that's for sure anything else to say Tracy? I mean
2: Uh,
0: nothing I can really think of
1: okay well you're putting up a a spirited defense of these albums Um, (laughs) I mean
0: I enjoy these albums a lot, but I mean, it's just like I knew nice. what I was getting into. Kind of like, it's kind of like, all right, I know I'm, I'm, I'm here for my being, so let's go. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> it
1: ain't got to be that bad. Uh Which brings us to, I guess, their third studio album, tracks. Purple. Oh, oops, yes, I, I completely skipped that step. My bad.
0: Two <laughs> tracks. Um, like I said earlier, March of the Season would have got me into it. You, I remember one guy I was. For y'all or everybody around Murray, this is back when uh, Tap was Vitello still, or the Olive. And I was in there after class one day, and this guy's in there with some friends. And he's kind of like, I was a friend of somebody he was a friend with. He's like, Hi, I was mine. He's like, Take me on a journey, man. And so I played uniform. for him. He's like, This is just what I needed. This is just what I needed to go on this journey. And I was like, Damn, dude, you, you're pretty fucking high. <laughs> but that moment's always stuck in my head. Take my bones away. Mountains, the crown and anchor, full song. The line between, I think ends. I really enjoy. If if I forget the low country, like I kind of enjoy the um book endings with the instrumentals that they do. I know we, some of us in the past have hated bookends with instrumentals, but I thought these are varied and different enough that they kind of stand up on their own as instrumental songs and not just fluff.
1: I guess I'll go next. Um, I liked yellow theme. So the opening instrumental for the entire thing. I like March to the sea and little things and twinkler. Uh, Eula is also pretty good. I didn't hate sea lungs, but that's it. I, I didn't like anything on the green half of the album. Interesting. So I think
2: if I had to pick a couple of songs that have not been mentioned that I would say that I like, um, I would say Cocanium and back where I belong is a pretty good combo. I also kind of liked Board Up the House and Mountains.
3: Me too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't know what to say about Yellow, but on Green, I thought those tracks, those exact tracks were pretty
2: good. I'm not like an instrumental guy necessarily. I mean, they know what they're doing clearly sometimes with those instrumentals, but it's just like, don't do the same thing over and over again. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Just try to do something a little bit. It's like, I mean, it's your record, but also like, I don't know. But is it? Um, I also think... Well, yes and no, because after you make it, it's it belongs to the audience. And uh it belongs to the critics to uh, you know, consume or, you know, puke upon as they choose. But anyway, um what I was gonna say is the naming convention is a little bit weird. Um, you know, bands have a lot of weird naming conventions, morbid an angel uh among them. But I mean I guess it works because there's art and I appreciate the art. But it doesn't mean that the music has to be the same. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Which now brings us to their third studio album, Purple, released on December 18th of 2015 on their own label, Abraxian Hymns, that I think Tracy is the COO of. Um, runtime of 42 minutes and 33 seconds. The lineup is John Baisley, vocals, guitars, bells, clock and spiel, Warlister, organ, Peter Adams, vocals, guitar, Nick Joss bass keyboards, piano, vocals, backing, and Sebastian Thompson on drums and backing vocals as well. As Tracy alluded to when we opened this, this is you, you can notice that the band has significantly changed, and that is partially due to a bus accident that they had in the United Kingdom, in which John Basley, who is the primary driving force for the band, broke his leg and his arm and had to have reconstructive surgery on his arm to be able to continue to play guitar. Two other band members were very severely injured and wound up leaving the band. Although uh, at least one of them, the drummer is still making music. Although now he's doing music scores for movies and things like that.
0: Yeah. It sounded like, I think it was the drummer that broke his back in the bus wreck. Like it just, like it was like, a lot of members, like nine, got seriously injured. Like, is nine people on the bus got seriously injured? Like, it went off on a bank with like a thirty foot drop. I think originally, like, I don't think they can play no more. Kind of aspect, like, I guess they're out. But
1: yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know about all of that, but it was just a very serious, a very serious bus accident. that thankfully, nobody died. So unlike the Metallica bus. Yeah. yeah I was I say,
0: no, Cliff Burton here.
1: Yeah. Or Randy Rhodes and that terrible bus related accident too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not to be all morbid. Um, so yeah, this album.
0: Yep. Purple has a very purpley album artwork. work. It's almost got the children. color palette of a um oh god, I was thinking about it, a children of Bottom album, like almost color palette wise. It's very similar of uh um, Hex or Hexen. What's that one? That's a color palette, not like imagery color palette. Yeah this one at times I think it's as heavy is heavier than blue Abraged. it might be their heaviest like have it have the heaviest moments of the blast on this album yes fuck yes but it's interesting that this is often kind of like the least favorite among a lot of fans
3: really a lot of the yeah. critics put it at the top
0: uh, yeah but like a lot of like the fans this is kind of like their least favorite of them I think is that you
3: Tracy are you no. the fans
0: no, I was actually kind of shocked. Like, why did they hate this song? I'm um, actually pretty much like, it. like rocks.
2: What? I think it's awesome. I think not only is it heavy, and you know, just because something heavy doesn't mean you have to like it, but I think Indeed. that there's like no like meandering nonsense. It's there's that, no like fat. There's no fat. Like this is totally you know meat on the bone. Like you're getting some good prog rock. Like you're getting the goods. And I'm here for that, man. I'm totally here for it all day, every day. Forty-two minute runtime. Yep. Sweet
1: Lord, give me more. Yeah, um, I agree with that too. I think that they did cut out a lot of the meandering. It helps that they come off of a double album onto this, um, and that they have injected some more of the uh, heaviness from the blue era, the red and blue era, I guess I should say. This is also, I think, where people who say they sound like clutch this is the album that they're referring to just because probably. of like the different instrumentation and the Wurlitzer and the piano and the glockenspiel and i mean i've told
3: shit. you how i feel Ain't no glockenspiel we ain't got no deal
1: so, right The i don't think that the lyric writing is anywhere near or actually just the songwriting in general is anywhere near clutch level but that's maybe because i'm a clutch fanboy i don't know um but- probably <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just connected that better than I do this. Um, Mainly because, like, I think that... And not to say that there aren't some really interesting lyrical moments, especially on this album, or even on all of them. Because, I mean, like I said, the guy is at least attempting to do something other than make rhymes about his penis, um, which other people in heavy metal (laughs) do. (laughs) um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's just... um, this is probably the album that I enjoyed the most out of listening tonight. So, Can't wait for that sweet C minus grade. Uh, it might be a little higher than that, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to ruin it. A, a C. grade.
3: <laughs> yeah, this one's my favorite one of all of these heaviest. It's tight. All that, exactly as Gabe said, all that Wonderful meandering nonsense has been trimmed off. So this, and,
0: so, and that, may be why some fans don't like it because it doesn't have that meanderingness to it. Well,
3: fuck them! <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah,
2: I mean, I was also thinking like there are some people who say that this is sort of like, uh, it's like a mainstream. It's like an attempt to be mainstream in some way, like Uh-oh. to kind of, it's a kind of attempt to like sure. get more like of the the popular vote so to speak people who may not necessarily want to or may not necessarily be drawn in by that like the double album meandering like frog rock odyssey (laughs) i
0: don't know i I don't don't know about you guys but i don't think i ever once in my mind thought baroness equals mainstream like
2: no i didn't i don't think it is but i think that maybe because it's more
1: straight ahead it, it is. is. That's what I think it is, is. It's more straight ahead. It's less esoteric.
3: Dude, you can't yeah. ask people to listen to an hour and 15 minutes, their first. I mean, for Tracy, that was heaven. That's why he likes this band. But other people, you can't ask that. It's too much. It's too Can much Can I only
0: ask you for 42?
3: I mean, Freedom a Buck 05. That's what I know.
0: I'm glad you guys always like this one comparatively to the others.
3: I like the other one's fine. But this one's the best one.
0: (laughs) This seems to be the unanimous best one. Absolutely.
1: Audience. No question. Yeah. BX? Yeah. Unless, uh, Tracy, do you want to tell us your thoughts on this? Or am I just completely ignoring you every time you talk? I don't know.
0: I think it's probably that one. (laughs) This one, I do agree. This is the one that's probably, like you said, the least esoteric. And this was, it's weird in the sense of like, I like these bands and I listen to them, but it's like, put your thoughts on the paper. Uh, I don't know how to do that. Like, it's one of those weird things. Like, I must fucking have it. Like, if. Wait,
2: wait, know, wait, what? Tracy what? What, what is, what is, what is Tracy's, Tracy's like, too close to it. He's he's getting esoteric <laughs> himself. He's like, you know what I'm talking about, even though I didn't say anything yet. <laughs> you you know, the, <laughs> if you know,
1: you know,
3: if you know, you know. You that's know, all I'm saying. Exactly. Let's let's start over, Trace. What are you what are you trying to say about this album?
0: So, like, I rather really enjoy this album, but this is probably of the four we've done, probably my least favorite because it does lack that esotericness behind it.
1: It is not proggy enough. It is not Devin Townsend.
3: <laughs> Tracy, what have you done? <laughs> this is the best. Now, like,
0: now we're now we're talking like a couple of points in terms of like grade scale like we're not talking like it's a d like we're not so doing it's 100
3: that. instead of 102 <laughs> right
0: like i think this is the this is the only one that's not getting an a for me that i that's what it is
1: oh. well okay then i can't, can't wait to grade these things
0: um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and <laughs> like it's and it's that weird thing of like i th- like i've heard you describe it was like fish talk about water like here this is because it's like I'm just trying to describe these albums. It's like I really enjoy these albums. Now you couldn't ask me why I enjoy them. I just do. And that's just kind of like where that point is at.
1: Sure. I mean, and that's valid except that like the entire point of the podcast is to talk about why we like or dislike. These.
0: I know. And like, it's, it's that very weird. Cause these are just such like happy place albums for me, I guess. Cause I think it's part mm-hmm. of it as well.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: like, um, when we did that vibe grab bag, when we first started doing the vibe, the grab bags like when yeah. our times comes it is very kind of like similar a very similar like mental standpoint like in terms of like want to listen to them yeah now i don't know if that was their go, and green was kind of that's probably why i had when i thought yellow and green were separate albums is probably why i had such a harder time getting into green is because that one was kind of more of the bummer of the two
3: yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, Yellow and Green was released in July, so I don't think they were really thinking of it as a winter album necessarily. That doesn't really mean anything. But with purple coming out yeah. in December, perhaps perhaps it did. But I'm it's Die up. Hard a Christmas movie. Yes. Yes. All right. Because why not? Because why not? It's Christmas is a season and that one is set in the season of Christmas, the event of Christmas. Tracks, I guess I can go first on this one. I think Morningstar is probably the best opener of all of these. Perhaps because you know, it happens not to be um, an instrumental. Okay. It helps quite a bit. Um, and then I like chlorine and wine and the Iron Bell. I want to like if I have to wake up. Would you stop the rain? But there's just there's just something about that. But I will have to say, Crossroads of Infinity, 16 seconds. Come on, guys, put in a little more effort than that. <laughs> Amazing.
3: <laughs> I, I would. Nice. I. I'd say it is the best opener. I like that. I like most of these songs. Kerosene is probably my favorite. One here. That song is badass. Cordian wine's nice. But it's, uh, yeah, this was my favorite one. Sorry, Tracy. <laughs> the accidental fan favorite. This is just not playing out the way Tracy dreamed. Ben's favorite band. Everybody's going to know this is the worst one.
0: Uh, for me, I like them all. Uh, put that up front. Uh, As for I think really the run from Morningstar to Kerosene is really fucking well. Fugue is solid and then Lordy and Wine. If anything, I think the back four kind of is on a little bit in a weaker end, but one through six are fantastic for the most part.
2: Yeah, I just say take the ride.
1: Yeah. Julio, that brings us to their fourth studio album, Cold and Grey. Also released on Abraxian Hymns on June 14th of 2019. Not sure if this is just following the naming convention. Um, It is as long as a double album at an hour and 28 seconds. Although there are some albums that are not double albums that are that long, but they usually don't have 17 fucking tracks on them. The lineup is John Basley, vocals and guitar, Nick Giles on bass and keyboards, Sebastian Thompson on drums, Gina Gleason on lead guitar and vocals.
0: And this seems to be about their most steady lineup they've had since the beginning, it seems like, because they've done two albums now with them. And then, so, I mean, it might end up being the longest lineup they've had. But for a lot of fans, this seemed to be like a return to form. Mm-hmm. And they enjoyed it. And I think part of it is is this esotericness that it kind of comes back into it. And I do know he, John, has said openly, like they said in interviews that Gina is a bit more of the like a music theory person. Like She kind of likes to take that approach when it comes to songwriting and stuff. So you, start, you see a bit more of that in this album and kind of the song structures and how it's created.
3: Yeah, I well, like I Gina. It. Go
1: ahead. No, go ahead, David. I was
3: simply going to say I like the addition of Gina Gleason, also in terms of vocals. And yeah, I like the guitar playing that shows up on this album. It's pretty cool. But Again, I like it more than yellow and green. Sorry, Ben.
1: No, uh, all I was going to add into there was Nick Jouse is also a jazz trained bassist and he also played with Zillan and on their first album or one of their albums, maybe not the first one. Um, so hey. yeah, that brings a lot of that sort sure. of musical chops to the forefront here.
3: it's yes, well played. And does sound a lot like that. I listened to the one from 23 also, so I guess I did the whole discography. Congratulations, Tracy. <laughs> Read all the way to the <laughs> just own,
0: um, real well um, achieved <laughs>
3: exactly um yeah i like some of the experimentation on here i thought this one was i didn't like it as so much as i liked purple but it's good stuff
0: yeah and i think it's interesting enough while this album is probably the longest in terms of runtime it also seems to have like some of the shorter track links on here
3: it's an hour and a minute, so no, it doesn't feel like the Wrong. longest, does it, Tracy?
0: But it's with the seventeen tracks; it's got the most tracks out of the albums. I think yes. Yellow and Green was a little short now, <laughs> but the, there's only like one track over five minutes, or two, and that one came in at six sixteen, was the longest.
1: Yes, it has one less track than Yellow and Green, but about fourteen minutes less runtime. So, been like that more. I mean, you sure? <laughs> doing great i mean this is clearly
2: this is clearly very well played but i think that it is pretty it's pretty sleepy like it's just kind of ponderous and and a little bit emo as well as i mentioned before i didn't i didn't find a whole lot of places to hook on here to be to be completely honest i think
1: it just feels long that is that would be all my complaints as well Uh, there's some uh, the playing on here is really cool like you can tell that Probably, actually, as far as if we were just looking at the the metric of the musicality and the instrumentation and the way they're played, this is probably the best one. It's definitely not my favorite. It's not my least favorite either. I guess I should say that, too. But, yeah, this is just like, I don't remember what when the last time I used this term to describe a Tracy album, but it's like floating around in lukewarm tapioca pudding. And it's like, why would I want to fucking do that?
0: That's such an odd <laughs>
3: description.
1: <laughs> and why would you want to do that? As one always says,
3: as, as as has been said. We'll big,
0: warm tapioca, but that's just essentially mud at that point, right?
3: Mediocrity, I think, is what he's trying to get across. tidal yeah. wave mediocrity. Yeah, like somewhere a somewhere away mediocrity. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed this one <laughs> uh, Tracks. So, well
1: to be completely fair i have enjoyed this blast much more than i have enjoyed some tracy blasts
0: <laughs> i believe that mastodonic there, kill we,
1: there we have it
3: there you have it it's his favorite band Did you hear that tracy Uh-oh. it worked
0: i'm gonna cry because that's
3: that's what you wanted
0: it's like the ron Swanson, you're a good guy that's so beautiful thank you so much <laughs>
1: Um, But now I have to call you by their own name just so you don't think that I like you too much. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, and I think this one with Gina being added, and I think they kind of really solidify how they sound with the album after this one, kind of like where they kind of, because this does give one on the longer side comparatively, and I think they tied it up with Stone quite a bit, that it's noticeable there. But, I mean, I was really happy to come into this album whenever it dropped i guess you want me to do tracks
2: i can start us off because i haven't done that i i had question marks i was like maybe that opening track is good maybe um throw me an anchor maybe um there's a lot of instrumentals good lord there's a lot um but i think um yeah i liked i liked it musically but as an album i yeah anyway
3: I oh, thought no, this was certified fine okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was, was alright, it was not my favorite one, but uh the playing was nice. As I said, I liked the addition of the new guitarist. Most of so these are fine. I don't know, I'd give it up by this point, I think also resisting the amount, sheer amount of instrumentals. <laughs> but this I, this one has one of my favorite sounds, actually. And I agree the one after this, I think Titans and Optracy. I think that album's better than this one. Stone. Um,
0: yeah, like I almost I don't know if it'd be my favorite, but it's up there and probably Sh- stone, stone is. Yeah, stone.
3: Uh, yeah, it's good. I've only heard it once, but yeah. it's extra credit.
0: Uh as for songs for me, I think the openers are right. Again with the Calvet, all of them, but I'm already gone. Seasons is solid. Um I really like cold blooded angels on here. That's just a nice like little bit of a uh, sad song to run with it.
1: Um, I mean, they all are right. I didn't particularly like any of them. I didn't hate any of them either. So, um, yeah. That's it, right? We got to grade
3: them, don't we?
0: Yep. We got to grade them. And here we go. Pew, pew, pew. Alrighty. The first one is Baroness Bloom. I did this to us, so I will give the grade. I'm going to give
3: it an A minus a 92. Well, it'll come down a little bit. I like it, but not
1: as much as purple. As I said, I'm going to give this an 87, of B+. D+. I plus. D plus a couple really tracks wrong. on it I liked, and the rest of it was kind of crap. Survived it, at least. <laughs> I pray for yellow and green.
3: <laughs> That's what this got. Anyway, yeah.
2: Well, I'm going to in just behind David at a, an 85.
0: That gives us an average of eighty-three. Uh, I think sure? me, and Dave, me and David be the only ones that would buy it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I would buy this. I would buy a poster of the of the album art. I think I would.
0: I think they all have some
1: badass albums. All have good. No, they do. Album. Like he's a very talented artist as well as a very talented musician.
0: Uh, yellow and green, Ben. You want just want to rip the
1: bandaid off now? Yeah, man. It's an F. Are we talking like a 50F or... You, you, you make up your mind because I don't care about that.
3: Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, shot in the shot right in the neck. Sorry. Sorry, and, man.
0: And I'm going to come he's... in.
3: I'm going to give it a 8,
0: 95. <laughs> a little higher.
3: Ah, ah. I love that spread. I'm going to not be <laughs> in either of those spots. I'm going to give this an 83. I think it's the weakest one. But, you know, it's all right.
1: Uh, it's... it's, it's... It's green, dude. Because if I was creating yellow as an album by itself, it would have been probably somewhere in the Bs.
2: Well, to nobody's surprise at all, I am coming in just behind David at an 80. <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs> <Check> ass <laughs> Oh, right. I mean, I of... think... Go ahead.
0: I,
2: I just have to say, like, you know, this is not, like, unpleasant. You know, it's not unpleasant listening. Uh, however bad... Uh
1: It may be to some people. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, it's not something that like made me want to, you know, stick a pencil in my ear or anything. But, but you that? Acting, Tracy? I'm glad Tracy it that didn't sounds like a fifty. Sounds like a fifty to me. Uh, yeah, you can you can make it like a fifty-nine if it makes you feel better. <laughs> no. It's like it's just like whatever.
3: know that average I that way. matters to no one. But yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, that went great.
0: Uh, That gives an average of 77. Uh huh. I think I'm the only one to will buy this album. (laughs) I might. I'm
3: such a completist. Just the other ones are in the range I would buy. So maybe. I I still might. But maybe not. I don't know. This this one, 83. It's going great, Tracy. I
0: know. It's going amazing. Purple
3: for. This is the best one. I'm gonna give this a solid 89 B plus Mega B plus.
2: I'm actually gonna beat you, David. I'm gonna give this an A minus. Oh I, this is fun. I mean this is like yeah. the fun record for me.
1: Yeah. It is and the it best up. one. Uh, I'm gonna give it a B minus. There it is. See that, Tracy?
0: And I'm gonna give it a B plus an
3: 88. Wow. I beat Tracy. I beat Tracy.
0: And Gay Gabe beat me. Yeah. So that gives us an 87 as our average. I think, would we buy, who would, would all of us buy this album? I would buy this.
1: Yeah, I would buy it. I mean, if I hadn't heard the other two, I would buy it. <laughs> <laughs> what difference does that make? <laughs> because like David, I'm a bit of a completist. So I don't know that I just want one, <laughs> one non, you know, A-level oh. by. buy
2: some you might want to get situation. that checked out, man. It sounds like a it sounds like a problem. <laughs> oh,
1: <yeah. laughs> That's fair enough.
3: Oh, oh man. At least he's right. fighting great inflation the way he was supposed to. The dean says regards. <laughs> F D plus.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, golden gray. David, have you who hasn't gone first yet? I, said I haven't
2: gone first. I haven't gone first. Okay. Uh starting us off high with a C. Uh, there's a couple tracks on here that I care for, but I don't I don't know about the rest.
3: I like this more than that, but not mega a lot. I'm going to give this an 85.
2: That's an um, entire letter grade, David. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot. Would be that is a. that is that is mega a lot. That's um, ten whole points.
3: <laughs> no, no, I don't, but I don't think it is a mega a lot grade. I mean, it's just a B, man. Come on, oh, well. <laughs> You're right, it is a substantial jump in performance. But...
1: Um, I'm actually gonna come in higher than Gable this one and give this a C plus, because I do think if you're a fan of this band, you'll probably like this album.
0: <laughs> and I'm gonna come in ahead of everybody, surprise, surprise, and give it an a minus at a 90.
1: This and is I was only five one.
0: parts off. Yeah. And this is obviously the one I spent the least time with, but it's still a pretty solid album. Alrighty. Would you buy this
3: album? Yeah, 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 probably. Just to complete the collection, David? Yeah, sure. And I gave it a uh, I gave it a solid uh, B. I know sometimes I say only B plus, but I bought some B's when you asked. Yeah. So- the cover art and shit. I don't know.
1: Nah. Nah. This is actually the worst of the cover arts too, in my opinion. All right. Well, it survived. It did survive, mainly. Yeah. I only had to like shoot it twice.
0: <laughs> uh, I it's just, it's just, what we come to love you for, Ben.
1: Hey, you know, and I know that I'm the outlier on that because fucking Blue won some bodies album of the year for that year. I don't remember who.
0: Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, it was. I hope you all at least had fun with this. Now, I didn't really ever expect to be. Winning any awards, but as long as you all have fun.
3: What I'd award would here. you have won? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what's the, mean, of always... the year?
1: I mean, we'll give you that. Tracy, the last of the year. of
3: <laughs> the year. MVP. I mean... most most important employee.
0: most important blast of the year it's it's the the most important most important blast for the month
3: (laughs) it's
0: the only
3: blast of the month it's the most important blast of the month it gets a a parking place right up front right Uh, it's uh, like a football trophy
1: you just gotta keep like Don Hornsby from parking in it. It'll be yours.
3: (laughs) They will. It's like a Maserati diagonal. Yeah. Walks off the door open. Anyway, yes. (sighs) God. What a dick. (sighs) That was fun, to say the least. (laughs) It went great. (laughs) It didn't go great. It didn't go as bad
0: as it could have been. I mean, that that was
3: a blast. Look it up.
0: That was a blast. It was a blast (laughs) of the muds, even. Speaking of blast. (laughs) The next one is courtesy of David, and he is having us do another Clutch Blast.
3: You're goddamn right I am. Why do you pretend Clutch when you do real Clutch? <laughs> <For> real. <laughs> and they have so many. That's still not even all of them. Like, Fury Fury's not on there. Anyway, it's fine. Everything's fine. So much Clutch. And Clutch 2, or whatever,
1: the self-final one. Not that either. That's going to be a lot of great inflation in that Blast. I don't know what you're talking about. I know the dean
3: <laughs> says his regards. <laughs> but you're gonna be doing it too,
1: though. That's the thing. I yeah, will like, be
3: doing it too, yeah. It's not like you're gonna give any of those things an F. Are,
1: are you, no, no. You? Uh, there's at least there is at least for one for sure A in there. Yeah, for sure.
3: I mean you know you know the list.
1: Yeah. You know who you are, you know what you did.
3: Indeed, you I would do. be in East, East St. Louis
1: yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh, anyway, yeah. Well, I'm excited because I did it it's my fault so
0: you just been waiting for this moment count them times just i mean you know the
3: minute the minute you told me i had to th- pick things that weren't slayer i really was scrambling so you know clutch, <laughs> clutch. you know i am about brands clutch is there for me it's scrambling the an
0: entire time
1: indeed indeed oh.
0: well everyone thanks for tuning in for the blast of the month Tune <laughs> <for> And tune in next time on our Discovery Blast for David's award-winning blast of the, <laughs> the month here on Thunderdome Metal <laughs> Oh. <Duh. Okay. laughs>